Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Local people. Local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Bridget Quinn, and here are today's top local stories. A councilwoman has been shot and killed in New Jersey. This strikes right at the heart of Sayerville. Police are hunting for a killer, a person who murdered a borough councilwoman. A law enforcement source confirms someone shot and killed 30-year-old Eunice Dwumfor in her SUV outside her home last evening. After 7 p.m., a 911 call reported shots fired at Camelot at La Mer, a housing development near the Garden State Parkway. Dwumfor was pronounced dead at the scene. Detectives worked straight through the night. Dwumfor served on Sayreville's Human Relations Commission. She was elected to the council in 2021. She worked as a business analyst and was a part-time EMT. Sean Adams, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in Sayreville. Governor Murphy released a statement saying he was stunned by this news and he urged anybody with information about the shooting to contact either the Sayreville police or the Middlesex County Prosecutor's Office. An attack on a 90-year-old candy store owner in the East Village, Raymond Alvarez, who has run Ray's Candy Shop on Avenue A for 50 years, and recently had some trouble paying bills, was approached by a man with a package on Tuesday morning at 3. Police say the man asked Ray if he wanted to buy it. When Ray asked him what was inside the box, the man handed the box to another man and told Ray he was going to kill him. And he then swung a belt with a heavy rock on the end at Ray, hitting him in the left side of the face. Ray was left bleeding. He didn't have to go to the hospital. The attacker ran off. Police have released a photo It's going up on our website, 1010wins.com. A 16-year-old has been arrested in the killing of a 15-year-old in downtown Brooklyn back in September. The teen picked up yesterday, upstate. It was back in the afternoon of September 7th, right after school had let out at the Brooklyn Laboratory High here in downtown Brooklyn. Dozens of students in the midst of McLaughlin Park, including 15-year-old Unique Smith, sitting on a bench with two girls. Suddenly, two masked men walk up. The young people, one of them pulled out a gun and shot Unique in the stomach, killing him. Now a 16-year-old boy is in custody, charged with murder. He has not yet been identified. I spoke with Mona Davids of the New York City School Safety Coalition. They'll be holding a safety summit February 11th in Harlem in light of what's been happening with young people. You know, the situation is completely out of hand. We're, we're in a crisis. This is... An emergency situation. Glenn Shock 1010 wins 92.3 FM in Brooklyn. Congestion pricing advocates are planning to hold a rally today at the foot of the GWB to push for the plan. Riders Alliance Policy and Communications Director Danny Perlstein tells 1010 wins he's answering criticism that the money raised would be a money grab by the MTA. That could not be further from the truth. Congestion pricing is lockboxed under New York state law to pay for public transit upgrades. 80% subway upgrades. on the Long Island Railroad, 10% on Metro North. That has to go to pay for the essential upgrades that are the heart of the MTA's capital program, which was adopted a couple years back. 
Under congestion pricing, most drivers would be charged a fee of between 9 and $23 to enter Manhattan south of 60th. Advocates say the plan would help fund much-needed overhauls to public transportation. How is the city doing economically, especially in the wake of the pandemic? Newsline chatted this morning with the mayor's economic czar, Andrew Kimball, and asked him about restaurant and hospitality. How are they doing? We're at about 90% of um, pre uh, pre-COVID tourism activity that obviously has a ripple effect on our hotels and restaurants. Um, we're optimistic that as China reopens, tourism starts to grow again, uh, those numbers will get back to 100%. And he tells Newsline that right now workers seem to be going back to the office about three days a week. He expects that hybrid schedule to last through the foreseeable future. The FBI now looking into the activities of Congressman George Santos over a GoFundMe page that he set up for a veteran whose service dog was dying of a tumor. He is the biggest fraud in modern political history in this country. Says Nassau County legislator Josh Lafazan after he found out about an FBI investigation into Congressman George Santos and a dog named Sapphire. The dog's owner, who was a veteran, says in 2016, Santos claimed he ran a pet charity and would help Sapphire get a life-saving surgery. But after $3,000 was raised, the veteran says Santos disappeared with the money and Sapphire died. A short time later, the charity we now know never existed. Lafazan says a federal monitor of Santos's campaign fund needs to happen immediately. George Santos is the most prolific liar in the history of the sport of politics. We need a federal monitor to protect not only the donor funds, but to protect the integrity of the public. Santos has denied any wrongdoing. Sophia Hall, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM on Long Island. Talk about the wrong delivery winding up at your door. A strange story from Brooklyn from our Sam Liebman. The package delivered earlier this week simply addressed to current residents. And there was the cremated remains of a man from October 17th, 2017 inside. After Hamilton Lighthouser's initial shock, worry set in. I was a little nervous that like, you know, like a crime had been committed or something like that. He called Juan's funeral home in Brooklyn where they initially wouldn't take the ashes back, but someone showed up yesterday after some publicity. Lighthousers started to have second thoughts about giving them back, though, after the mishandling. I was like, okay, I guess I should get And she was like, yeah, this is a human body we're talking about. And I was like... Yeah, you mailed it to me. The funeral home tells me after no one picked up the remains for four years, they sent them to the address on file. They will now try to find a relative. Samantha Leapman, 1010 Winds on 92.3 FM in Bedsty. Thanks for listening to the all-local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.